All right, let's go. Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 50th episode of The Step Back. It's your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, and we are welcomed this evening by our good friend, Lucas Albert. How you doing, bro? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. good to be here. Excited for this tournament. Sir. Yeah, Three man. Year yeah, we got the first night going on, uh, first night of NCAA tournament. Uh, guys might have filled out your brackets already. Uh, so help here to help you guide along if you haven't. Uh, I think it's locked now, but yeah. uh, give you some insight on these players and how you guys fill out your brackets. So, uh, Lucas, you're a big college fan from Illinois, from Springfield. Yeah, yeah, it's uh... – we don't really have a pro sports team too close to us. Um, I mean, we do with St. Louis and Chicago. But, um, yeah, when Champaign's probably about an hour and a half from here, um, U of I is. So, yeah, we it's kind of like our, our big thing. And when there's a line-eye fever around here, it's big. I, there was a guy in the gas station the other day who was claiming A.O. DeSumo was better than Michael Jordan already. So, man, it's that type of Illinois <laughs> fever in this area. So, yeah, obviously, I didn't, I didn't even know how to approach that. So, I was just like, all right, buddy, just <laughs> whatever you think. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, pretty excited about it this year. I think it's uh, – seems, it seems like they – like there's a lot of competition. Like it was really hard to fill this out. I, I mean, it always is because you're always second-guessing yourself and everything. But, I mean, there's a lot of good matchups, especially when you get into – Round of 32, Sweet 16, what the, you know, potential matchups we could be looking at. Some good four seeds all the way down, so. Yeah, and, and like, you, you mentioned all of the, the different matchups, and we have a five, you know, the five twelve, the usual one sixteen, like, the 16s barely ever win. But mm. we had a, uh, Ohio State going down today, busted a yeah. lot of brackets. Uh, h- how do you take the approach of filling out your bracket? Uh, I mean, I try, I try to just, I, I, I'll do one at my official one. I think I, I start off and I'm like, okay, how did I just think, well, how did this year go? You know, like what, what is my first impression of these teams? And of course you have, you, you don't have a beat on every, you know, all 64 teams, but um, what, what's the best way I can, uh, you know, my first impression of them is usually I'll call it my first one. Um, you know, do a little research here and there on like the eight, nine games, 10, seven, because those are kind of, you know, the in-between ones where you're like, oh, this seems you know, most evenly matched up. But other than that, I think you just kind of guess. I mean, <laughs> you're all guessing to a degree. So, I I, I, I don't know. You, you try to go off of what, what the tournament said. I mean, always have, you know, like a 12 beating a 5 or, you know, something like that. You know that's going to happen. Um, but it, just pick one. I like Georgetown to beat Colorado. So, uh, something like that. Uh, I don't know. It's really just do your own research at the end of the year. I mean, I'm more of a – I've watched a lot more of the Big Ten as opposed to, you know, the other conferences. So, um, those teams I have really good beat on. But other than that, you know, you, you kind of just know good players. You know, you kind of go off of players and just matchups too, you know. Three-point shooting team, can it get hot? That always goes far. But big matchup in the middle, you know, can they rebound? Those sorts of things. Yeah, look at the tournament time. It's always three-point shooting and star players that kind of lead the tournament and and carry a team. You look in the past, like uh, Curry and or um, uh, Toppin. Well, not Toppin, but uh, 
Carmelo and Kemba, and you see what they've done in the NBA. So, uh, Jake, yeah. see you got the Duke colors on. God damn right. <laughs> I don't have a horse in a race, but I'm going to rock him anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's been – it's weird. It's really weird not seeing your team there in, the, what, 24 years straight? It's kind of it's kind of weird, but, you know, I kind of like the parody right now because it's anybody's game this year, anybody. I don't think it was – I think it's one clear favorite. I want to say Gonzaga because they're the most complete team, I feel. But – other than that, it's pretty wide open, man. It, this this is going to be wild. I think we're going to see more upsets than we ever had, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, whole year, Gonzalez has been running the table, 32-0. But you can kind of – a lot of people ask, what's their competition? Have they really mm. played anybody? Um, they played a few teams, but, I mean, they have three All-American uh, caliber players. So it, it's hard to argue against the star power. But the way Illinois has been going – I mean, they're hot. You got the mask man in Illinois and, and Coburn. I mean, yes, Coburn. Make sure you <laughs> yeah, yeah, do not sound that out. My man Kofi. When I first saw when I first saw that on the recruiting list, um, or you know, when that pops up, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, well, this is going to be, you know, obviously I see size and everything, you know, and a big recruit, but then I'm like, oh, man, I hope this is not pronounced the way I'm reading this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kofi is a load, yeah, so that um, even today against some of these smaller schools, I mean, you're talking about a guy like seven foot, you know, 300 pounds, that's very rarely does the team have someone who can match up like that, or if they do have someone – you know, are they good enough defensively? Because he's, he's pretty skilled, too. I mean, he's not just throwing guys around. He's, you know, really working to get his buckets and everything and has a couple of good moves, so. Yeah, like he put in – if you, anybody saw last week against Iowa, he put in the work against Garza. And Garza, I mean, he's putting up big, big numbers all year, and he had an issue with, with Coburn. Anytime he came in a game and Garza was just – had major trouble. Um, I like what Illinois is doing. Uh, what's your favorite uh, uh, favorite moment in the tournament? For me personally, yeah. Ooh, oh man, all time would probably have to be Illinois' comeback. Oh five, uh, going in the tournament, only lost one game uh, to Ohio State. Uh, we play Arizona in the Elite Eight. Uh, they had. Oh, who am I trying to think of? Uh, Stoudemire, not like Amari, obviously not Amari. I'm trying to think of not oh. David. He's a really good three-point shooter. Um, but coming in that game, I mean, he was he was the talk. Like, oh, man, we got to stop this guy. got to stop this guy. Arizona had a pretty decent team that year. But we, we go down. I'm not even sure what the what the actual point was. I, I want to say we were down by like 15 with like three minutes left or something. Just crazy comeback. Uh, Darren Williams with a huge shot. Uh, D Brown, Luther Head, uh, Roger Powell. That that game in the Elite Eight. Of course, we go on and we lose in the Natty. But that that game is probably there. Second, second would probably have to be uh, Nova beating UNC on a buzzer beater. That a couple was of great. Years ago. Yeah, that's got to be. <laughs> that's got to be tops for me. After I bring up the 05 Natty. Oh my god, that was great. But yeah, 05 was something. No, because Arizona. Uh, Salim Sotomayor. That was his name. That's who I thought it was. There we go. Um, but you got to think of that team, Channing Fry, Nick first round yep. pick. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hassan yeah, Adams, <laughs> he made it to the league. 
Yeah. You, know, you got a few. They had an actual, they had a decent team. But yeah, you know, Darren Williams, as I call him. <laughs> 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 Who? Who, I yeah. think he, lost, he lost his powers. I don't know what happened, but yeah, that run was amazing. Though it was, it was a good time. Definitely be an Illinois fan because he really carried that team, and it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was weird when when he. I mean, obviously he was a, a bigger point guard, six three. You know, he kind of fit the bill. Mm-hmm. But um, if if you ask anyone around here, that was really in Illinois. It was all about D Brown. D Brown was was the guy for sure that year. But six foot, and I think he he wound up with the Jazz for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he got hurt and just never, never really got into rotations or anything. So, yeah, yeah. That, that turned out to be the last big shot Darren Williams ever made. Cause <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, Sorry carry, me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna carry that until until the to the grave. Um, I mean, you can't deny that run. Uh, like the last time, I actually liked Paul Pierce was in Kansas. Uh, that that run he had over there was pretty nice. Um, that buzzer beater, that going over. I mean, it was a perfectly executed play. It I, was. You know, you can't do anything about it. But I mean, that, that was one hell of a game. And in Virginia, um, the other year was uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. After losing to the 16 seed and then come back and win the national championship, that's that's got to be one of the best best two year stories ever. Other than like the Fab Five in Michigan or something, maybe as far as <laughs> two years in a row. But yeah, it's definitely a lot of great moments, man. Uh, fifteen was mine because fifteen was. You know why it was so fun? Because they made so many runs. It was. I went to the Syracuse and Duke game up in Syracuse. Blizzard. It was crazy. I don't know how we got up there, but I mean Syracuse was kicking ass whole time, whole first half. I'm hearing it. Ah, Duke, Duke, just going. I mean, they were. I was actually just, I was saying, okay. And this was, I just said, okay, they're going to come back. That's their thing this year. Okafor got hot. Ronnie Hood, everybody just started coming around. And then the whole section was quiet. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping up. I told y'all. The guy turns around. He's giving me the, like the dirtiest looks. Oh, man, it was so fun. I'm walking out there. They're booing me. Ah, oh, Duke still sucks. And then, of course, Leon, the UNC fan, he know he heard it. Cause it's like the only team I can say I can really talk and that everybody hates because, you know, it's pretty fun, though. But, yeah, that, I said that team was my, the best one because I actually went to a game and then everything was just it's exciting. So I must say I had the years wrong then. Nova and UNC, was that – because 2015 was the year Kentucky was undefeated and lost to Wisconsin and then Duke won. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, yeah, so I had the years wrong then. Yeah, I know New, Nova beating UNC was around that time too, I think. That was eight, was it was 18? It's more recent than I thought. That sounds right now. It's pretty recent. It wasn't. No. Uh, are we gonna look it up right now? That was the Jalen Jalen Brunson, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nova, uh, um, but Jacob, you you mentioned the crowd before and, and the atmosphere in mm-hmm. in in the arena. We're not seeing that now, obviously due to COVID. Uh, a lot of different. Uh, uh, parameters going on. Tournament last year canceled due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think any of that makes a difference in how you prepare your practice? It doesn't. I think it's more for a watching aspect because you like the crowd reactions. You know how they get the chants going at the beginning of the games. They get their teams hyped up. Now you don't hear it. It's, a little, it's quiet. And 
it's it's not the same. Like I said, it's still watchable, but it's just not the same because you can't get as hyped up as you used to. But it doesn't. It never really changed my bracket. If you're good, you're good. You're gonna get picked up. You know, you're facing the bad team. It's gonna be the same. It it is what it is. Yeah, I mean that that definitely makes a, a lot of sense. Uh, little little live update: Oklahoma State took the lead. Now they're up by one. So so far, okay. my bracket's looking pretty good. <laughs> um, speaking of brackets, you know. Um, I filled out one. How, how many have you filled out? I only one. filled out one. Yeah. One. <laughs> yeah, I filled out three. I yeah. filled out three, but that I, years past, I only filled out one. Illinois being so good this year, I'm probably a little, a little bit more willing to dive into it a little bit more. But yeah, and I, of course, really only took a chance on the third one, I think. Mm-hmm. Weird ones, I think. Of course, that's when we were talking about I wound up putting UNC in the final, or in the, not the final four, I think in the Elite Eight. On that third one, just taking some chances, <laughs> but it's already not looking good. So, thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of you going with some money. I mean, another one you can just you know take your chances and mm-hmm. see what uh, crazy outcomes you can get. Um, so we we can go through the bracket for a bit, go through each division, uh, find out what you guys picked and what your thoughts on these matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some of them happened already, so we can. Yeah. We can go through that. Uh, Jay, share Mike, it? Yeah, you can share it. All right, let's go. Share my screen. Boom, boom. All right, can you guys see it? Yep. All right, here we go. Bracket challenge. All right. Should I have it? There we go. Can you see it, like, clearly? Or you want me to... Uh, zoom in a little bit. All right, where's my zoom on this one? Where the hell is it? Oh, here it is. Yes. I already, I already see your pick, uh, champion. That's I damn, I damn sure did. I mean, Jeez. Yeah. I went all the way, I went all the way through. I was like, screw this. But yeah, like I said, you started off with Gonzaga and Norfolk State. Well, yeah, that, that team was pretty interesting because they really changed their sort of like a nobody's school to. And then when Carlo Quinn went there, he kind of changed it around because they had that little run. But it's pretty cool to see a small school like that back in it. But, yeah, Gonzaga, I, I can't – like, Illinois, I can see, maybe. But I don't I don't know. It's just something about that team. I don't – I don't know. Kind of – they're good, but to me it's like an anomaly kind of thing. I'm just like, Ugh! I want to see them do it, but can they do it? I don't know. I, I, I think so. I, I like Gonzaga. Mm. Uh considering they run the table and like I said, this, the star power is too much for a lot of these other uh, schools to handle. So I, mm-hmm. I think they, I think they'll breeze through uh, to the final four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I'd be shocked if they get knocked out here mm-hmm. uh, against Norfolk state. Uh, was it uh, Kispert? The gunner. Uh, the oh, the, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that, that that guy is is amazing. Jalen Suggs, mm-hmm. Tim. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Gonzaga there, Luke? Um, yeah, I'm kind of with uh, Jacob on this one, where it's like, you know, you want you, they're undefeated, so what? You know, I can't hold anything against them. <laughs> um, but it's just, I think it's just playing, and and they've even had some good out of conference wins. I mean, who they beat? Um, Kansas, and there's a couple of decent wins that they have on their on their record but uh 
yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way where it's like, I just want to see him do it once. And then maybe, maybe in years, in years, years from now, if they, you know, if they're got a similar team, then, uh, you know, I'll be a little bit more, a little bit more willing, but I, I still have them in my final four. And I, I actually, I still have them in my championship game. I just, I think they're too good. I mean, that is just a good squad. Again, like I said, you can't, you can't hold anything against them. They haven't lost the game. So, I mean, um, you know, not, not a power conference or anything like that, but um, some of them are down this year anyway. Like ACC is not as great this year. So, you know, it, I can't really hold that against them, especially in here like exactly. this. But Illinois, though, um, what is his name? Dawson? How do you say it? Dawson Nemo? A.O. DeSumo. Yeah, I like that kid. That, I just want to bring yeah. that up. That kid, he <laughs> something about him. He got that grit, that hard play. I think he's a Chicago native, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I from like Chicago. Him, him and Kobe definitely, I think, going inside, outside. Um, they, they definitely do have a squad that could, they could go far, as long as they got the consistency, which they're mm-hmm. finding down the stretch here, so. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good there. I would say they're a complete team, so. Yep. Uh, uh, so Gonzaga's wins were against Iowa, West Virginia early in the season, and Kansas. So they, they do have some uh, pretty good out-of-conference wins. Uh, we've seen the undefeated teams go down before, you know, Duke and Kentucky, but I, I don't see them in this uh, bracket maybe <clears throat> given the biggest challenge with Iowa. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I haven't breathed into the Final Four. Uh, got the eight-nine matchup. Usually one of the the toughest to determine. Oklahoma and Missouri. Uh, we're gonna start off with you, Lucas. Uh, what you, you have any thoughts on uh, this matchup? I didn't know Oklahoma that well. I know Missouri beat Illinois early this year as a good uh, resume uh, builder for them. So I went ahead and picked Mizzou in that game. Uh, don't know. Don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> just those eight-nine <laughs> matchups. It's just like okay, this, you know, like wait, I, I, they're so close. It's just you know, I kind of go off of one thing that I knew, and I knew I actually saw Missouri play this year, so I was like, okay, well, probably a little bias there. Again, I, I just I really don't know much about uh, Oklahoma right now. Yeah, just I just know they're a good shooting team. Oklahoma usually has a good few shooters on the team, and they usually get some buy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I know about them. Like I said, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm all about No, I, I'm going to go Oklahoma because they can shoot. <laughs> and we'll okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, this one is always tough. Uh, Oklahoma had their uh, scorer, Harmon. He's going to miss the first two games of, this, of the tournament. So if, uh, if anyone picked Mizzou, I think you might have a slightly higher chance to, to advance. But uh, – Considering who your next opponent would be, it has pretty much, you know, uh, worth getting bracket points for right now, getting that first first win. Um, next matchup, Creighton and I've, uh, UCSB. I forgot mm-hmm. who that was. But uh, Creighton with... Gauchos. Yeah. The, uh, Zigarowski. Um, Three-point shooting team from the Big East. You know, very, I, I, I think they're very streaky, mm-hmm. very Jekyll and Hyde. But once they get hot, they get hot. And I think, and they lost to Georgetown in the Big East tournament. So, yeah, they're coming off a, coming off a loss. I, I think they'll come in focused and, and, uh, and, and I think they might, I think they'll come out with a win. Yeah, they're definitely 
I mean, they led the they led the nation today in the steals. It's just the biggies. But I know they they get on you, Ashley. Yeah. Trap well. Um, they're pretty good offensively. Like efficiency is up there. Um, like you said, Zagorowski, you know, 15.5 points a game along with four assists per game. So, like I said, they have 55.7%, which is the best mark in the Big East. So, once they get going, they're hard to stop. And I don't know if the Gauchos, I don't know if they have any. <laughs> I don't think they have any chance, actually, <laughs> to be honest. You see, it's usually Santa Barbara. It's usually Santa Barbara, right? California. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Creighton, Creighton's still coached by um, McDermott, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. McDermott, yeah. Dougie Bucket's dad, and that's what yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they always have a decent squad. Oh, now, yeah. the next the next matchup, Virginia-Ohio. I know a lot of people are big on Virginia, but Ohio's got a pretty decent player. Uh, Jason Preston is his name. He kept mm-hmm. popping up a lot. And I kind of like Ohio to make a run. I, I don't know what I put them on my kind of more official bracket, but mm-hmm. I think I may have even had them beating Creighton. Going into the Sweet 16, maybe just a little little Cinderella run, but okay, like that. Hey, That's you, really good. Give any uh, <clears throat> uh, credence to Virginia, considering their track record, or is it just a, a down year for Virginia? I think honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't even think it's that. I think they're like a solid squad. I I I just kind of fell in love with the whole 13 beating the four. You know, more than anything, Virginia. And yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. I think it's like, oh, okay, is Virginia going to lose this first round? <laughs> Are they going to go to the final <laughs> four? I don't know. It's that's uh that Gonzaga doesn't necessarily have the easiest path here, being the overall number one seed. I mean, they beat the two three seed here, and with uh, Iowa and Kansas, but even Virginia is a four, and I mean, past that it gets kind of pretty weak. But I mean, those 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 top four, those three or Iowa and Iowa, Virginia and Kansas. Going up against Gonzaga, possibly. I mean, that's at least some pretty tough competition down there. Yeah, both schools are <clears throat> both schools are definitely legit. Uh, USC and Drake. Uh, USC has uh, Evan Mobley out there and and Cali uh, doing some work, averaging sixteen points, uh, eighty shooting forty percent from three point line. Uh, you know. It, Kind of that the Pac-12 was a bit weak this year, but mm-hmm. uh, you know Mobley's been highly touted, and considering this matchup, you know the higher seed and and star power of Mobley, I'd 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 go USC here. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going that way too. I kind of wanted to pick, and I, I think Drake Drake had to play a playing game, he had to win yesterday to even you know play. So um, yeah, I was. I always have a tough time picking because I have to pick that, you know, whatever teams and then pick against that team again. You know, I'm basically picking against whoever, wh- whichever two teams, then I can't do that. So I always just wind up picking <laughs> picking the team that, that's already there because I'm like, that's too much to go through. Because I, I, I thought about Michigan State possibly too, but then, you know, they don't even make it into the to the round of 64. So Yeah, they, they blew that. Well, royally last night there was some footage of uh, of Izzo and and one of his players getting into it before halftime, I guess, because they uh, allowed a buzzer beater and you could see Izzo pulling on his jersey and um, they one of us got into a tussle. So 
considering their long name, Michigan State of whatever company they're affiliating with now. Presented uh, by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> <there you have. laughs> That's just awful. That's just awful. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, we're going to need Draymond Green to save him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kansas, Eastern Washington. Kansas really came on strong late. I mean, this is more or less uh, it's an easy pick for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, top three, top 10 seed all year. Uh, real work being done over in Kansas. Uh, really not much to say about this one. Do uh, you guys have any thoughts on Kansas? They're going to kick their ass. <laughs> yeah, I at least, at least like them to the Sweet 16. Yeah, I don't know yeah. past Iowa, but yeah, I at least like them against Eastern Washington and USC for sure. Yeah, they're bound, they have a balanced attack, especially in that starting five. I mean, they all average in double digits a game. Um, I just I don't know too much about Eastern Washington. Who does, unless you go there? Um, but I think <laughs> Okai and McCormack, I think that'll be just enough to you know get those guys through and on to the next one against Luke. I mean, oh, excuse me. I was about to call him Luke Heron Grody because that's who he reminds me of. Luke, Garza puts in work, but I have my reservations about him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there's something about him. He's good in college, but I think he gets to that next level. I don't know. But, yeah, but as of right now, he's putting the work in, and you can go right to that next matchup, Kansas-Iowa, which will be interesting mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, I, I still think Iowa guards is just way too much to handle. Yeah, I I think I forgot where I had them. I think I had them going up against Gonzaga mm-hmm. with Gonzaga taking it. But um, the guard is going to be one hell of, one hell of a pro once he uh he decides to go. Mm-hmm. So you have Gonzaga coming out of this. Uh, I think Lucas, you also had Gonzaga coming out of this. So yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 well, I'm gonna go in agreement here. We're gonna put Gonzaga in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, we move to the other side of the bracket, the uh, Baylor side. Baylor number one seed. Um, some would say the weakest number one seed. <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts on uh, Baylor? Athletic team. Can get up and down. Um, only two losses all year. So, again, kind of like Gonzaga where it's hard to hold it against them. And, I mean, Big 12, decent decent schedule they were facing. Um, beat Illinois again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in love with them either. I'm kind of I'm, – I'm kind of along there out of this. I like Arkansas in this region a lot. Um, I still have them. I think I still have them in the Elite Eight, Baylor. But I'm I'm big on Arkansas over here, honestly. Yeah, uh, Jared Butler, uh, All-American finalist uh, for Baylor. I mean, this team always been a high seed, but always been known to not finish the job. So it, their history is against them. You can pick. I would pick them for maybe the first. You know. Two rounds. I, I put him in a sweet 16, but okay. uh, not much further. 
Yeah, that, that's pretty much fair. Like, barely, I mean, the women can get it done. The men, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be honest about that. But, yeah, they like Lucas said, they're pretty athletic. Jonathan, I ain't going to put his last name, Tacha Tachua. I mean, he can get up there. And then you got Adam Flagler. So, you know, you got guys that you can see them doing some kind of – like getting some good games from. But, I mean, I don't think they – if Wisconsin beats North Carolina – I don't see them getting past Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin is another – they're always a sneaky team. It's like they always get a few guys that can shoot, and then it just carries them. I, I yeah, Wisconsin would be a pretty good ma- – I mean, I could see that going either way Either way for this reason, I guess, but Wisconsin will really slow the pace of play mm-hmm. and just slow it down so much and just work the clock and, and just, just try to wear you down like that. And that, that may throw Baylor off just enough, so mm-hmm. – that's funny because I, uh, my bias picked Carolina for this game, but realizing that they're, they're they're way too young, inexperienced for this time. If I had to pick again, I'd pick Wisconsin. But you know, that's why you fill out more than one bracket. <laughs> yeah, I wound up picking UNC as well. I'm not gonna lie, but now now that I'm looking at this, and after Jacob brings it up, I'm like, yeah, that. Wisconsin playing them, if, of course, I you know I had to have them being UNC, but Wisconsin against Baylor would be a tough matchup for Baylor. Although Wisconsin was kind of all over the place this year as well. So. Mm-hmm. Villanova, uh, Winthrop. Now this is a five-twelve matchup that most see Winthrop winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nova, a vote coached by Jay Wright, you, you know, previous champions. Squad is not as strong this year, uh, maybe due to COVID. Gillespie's still there, but uh, Winthrop is led by Vodron, averaging 12.7 boards, seven dimes a game, uh, 23 and one on the year. Now they definitely have a, a fighting chance against uh, this team, this Nova team. Uh, if I had to pick any 5-12 matchup for the 12 seed to win, this one would be it. This would be it. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, Jay Billis-like Winthrop in this game, if that means anything to anybody. I mean, <laughs> kind of going from there, I know what I've heard about them is they're a fast team, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now looking at it, you got one, two, three, four guys scoring in double digits. So it's kind of hard to imagine all four having a bad night. Um, of course, Nova's well-coached and everything. So probably stiff for competition all year, but – yeah, I, I like Winthrop. I pick Winthrop in this game. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's a good pick, but I think Nova can do it. You know, they're still filled with three-point shooters. You know, shooters are going to shoot. You know, they get hot. You're not coming back. But Winthrop, they're definitely 23-1. But the biggest thing with them, even coming into the tournament, as a lot of them, is so can they run with the big boys? You know, even though Villanova is down, you know, a couple of guys, it's just something about that team that they get up and play for Jay. You know, Jay Wright. They they play hard for him. He gets the most out of his players. And, yeah, I think Nova still is going to, you know, pull it out. Hall of Fame finalist, Jay Wright. Sir, I'll be right back. Um, next one, Purdue, North Texas. Uh, Purdue has been having a, a pretty solid season. Uh, North Texas as well. 
this one here, I kind of went with the, the, the seating. Um, Travion Williams for Purdue, averaging close to a double-double. Uh, you know, Purdue's came on hot as late. I, I, I like them there, but I, I don't. I don't think I picked them to go much further than uh, 32. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I have them beating Winthrop and then going to the Sweet 16. Just kind of a maybe a little bit easier matchup there, but um, they're actually losing right now. So <laughs> now, <laughs> now I pull it up. So maybe that it, it wasn't a good good call, but obviously that, I don't know. Again, North Texas don't really know any too much about them at all. Purdue, seen them more this year. Yes, I mean, they're. I mean, then they're always good as well. Purdue. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, uh, Utah State. You know, Texas Tech over with uh, uh, Mac McClung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, again, the star power usually can carry you to at least the Sweet Sixteen. I, I think. But with Arkansas, that's going to be tough, even for one for one man. Um, I, I think I, I think I had Texas Tech uh, going to Sweet Sixteen, just based off McClung. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do have them losing to Arkansas, but that's only because I'm I have Arkansas again all the way in the in the final. I think I have them in the final four. I'd have to check. Yeah, I'm almost positive I have them in the final four, but. Um, yeah, they looked – I was getting a little worried. I think they were down by 14 at one point to Colgate earlier today, and I thought my bracket was about to get busted on the second game of the day or second game of the entire tournament. But luckily they were able to pull it out. I think the game – Moses Moody had a pretty decent game. And then was it 29 from Smith, Justin Smith, mm-hmm. 29 and 13 with five steals and two blocks. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Arkansas sure. is definitely a team that's um, – they play again high pace. It's hard to emulate that. Yeah, when they went on that seventeen old run, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think they got it. <laughs> I was literally, I was watching. I saw it was down. They were down by fourteen. <clears throat> Had to get up and do something at work. Came back and they were up by three. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> so, Arkansas, Florida, with the thrilling win over uh, over Virginia Tech earlier. Florida with the comeback win down, we were down by ten. Uh, that one was busted my bracket earlier, but uh, nice step back three in overtime. They get the win. Uh, they f- now face off against Oral Roberts, where Ohio State totally just. Mm. I mean, I I can't say uh, Ohio State didn't show up to play, but I mean Oral Roberts really played well today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, fifteen two, more often than not. The two takes you out. Um, what CJ McCollum was it? Yeah, high. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a, yeah. that was real fun. I mean, he just, I didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> like, who the, every shot didn't matter, just hitting him, hitting him, and I'm like, I know we are not about to lose to Lehigh. And all of a sudden they lost, and I'm in the office, so I'm just like watching the score, and I'm just like, oh my god, and then. I swear, president of uh, my sister company, everybody, ringing my phone. Ah, oh, Jacob, what happened? What happened? I'm like, uh, I can't tell you what happened. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's always some thrilling ones. Just like, um, what was the one? Loyola? What, what, was, what was it? 
Leon Loyal was Chicago. Loyal, yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. That one was crazy. We're just like, hmm. But this is that kind of year where we can see a lot of upsets, like I said before, and I wouldn't mind it, actually. We need some kind of parody mm-hmm. in this. It's already crazy. 2021 is, you know, it's kind of sticking with 2020, you know. It's, it's just going yeah. on the same wavelength, so I think it's just going to be crazy as well. Yeah. Uh, so you guys have Arkansas in your final four. I think I had I have. <laughs> oh, I had Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, mean. I had Texas Tech going to Final Four, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's hard to now think about it. It's hard to go against Arkansas. It's just too much firepower. Mm-hmm. They just they just play so fast. That's, that's like Lucas uh, tested to man. It's up and down, up and down, up and down, and then and they keep it up for the whole game. So it's just. I don't know. You got to slow the pace down, and not a lot of teams can do that, especially now. But shout out to Eric Musselman, though. He's he's really got those guys playing really well. Uh, yeah. Sh- shout out to yeah. Shout out to him, man. Uh, we'll go over to the Michigan bracket. Now this one here is a kind of threw me for a loop because Livers was out, mm-hmm. and the way they Ended that uh, they played in, in the tournament. And it it kind of soured me a little bit, but mm-hmm. I mean, Juwan Howard made a, a real nice impression on me. Uh, so, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I have Michigan in the Final Four as well uh, against you know Texas Southern. I, I again, I have a hard time seeing them getting knocked out. Uh, One sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU St. Bonnie's. Uh, I got. I forgot who I had there. I think I had LSU, but uh, that's because they were uh, of a strong showing late mm-hmm. in the in the SEC tournament. Lost Alabama, but it, it was a really really good game. Cool. Um, Colorado Georgetown, number five twelve matchup at. A lot of people have Georgetown going uh, for because, you know, Pat Ewing and Biggie's champ, Georgetown. Um, you have any thoughts on uh, this matchup? Georgetown's talented, but what I've seen this year is the inconsistency. You know, it, it was two back and forth. Of course, they won it. They kind of backed their way in. They won some games, but – you know, sometimes backing your way in works if you have the talent. Now, with that, they are really a consistent shooting team. You know, they have some nice big guys there, but I don't know if it's going to get them that far. You know, like I said, the story is a nice story of what's going on, but to be honest, Colorado, they're, they're a tough team as they usually are. But, you know, if it's going to be another upset, it can be this one, but I was going to roll with Colorado on this one. I want to hit with Georgetown on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just kind of go off of, you know, again, who's hot? You know, they're not a little bit inconsistent. Came into the tournament, though, like I guess, like you said, Big, Big East champs. Um, and, again, another thing I kind of look at is, you know, how many guys do they have that can, you know, score in double digits? So, another thing I look at, they got four guys. So, um, hopefully, 
hopefully this one holds up for me. And again, another thing is coaching. Um, still kind of like, I guess the jury's still out on Patrick Ewing as a head coach still, but obviously had, did a great job as an assistant coach in, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Working with yeah. Dwight and some of those guys. So, yeah, I went, I went Georgetown here, but I, I don't see him going any further than that. I mean, yeah, they, can, they get, definitely they get really the guard play. You know, with Blair, mm-hmm. Pickett, Harris, that those three are going to be huge. And, of course, I mean, what's that big guy's name? Not Sibley. I can't think of his name. Oh, my goodness. Wahab or whatever. I think that's his name. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's going he's gonna to have to put in, you know, maybe a 15-10 game. He's going to have to protect the paint, not let Colorado do whatever they want down there. It's going to be tough, but it can be done. It's not like it's going to be a open and shot case for Colorado just because of the seeding, but it can happen. But we'll see. Florida State, UNC, Greensboro. Uh, I think this was a matchup. I actually took UNC, Greensboro. Uh, Florida State, you know, missing Pat Williams and Devin Vassell from last year. Uh, the fourth seed I thought was a bit high for them, but uh, UNC, Greensboro with. Uh, Isaiah Miller, Southern Conference champs, real uh, high-paced, high-energy team. Uh, I kind of like them in this matchup. Daddy, somebody's rolling my TV. All right, give me a second. Okay. Any any thoughts on the Florida State UNC Greensboro matchup? I just went Florida State here again. I didn't again. UNC Greensboro. Now, now looking at them a little bit more in depth, I, I may have been a little bit more inclined to pick them. But again, it's just a, when you start filling it out and you see a twelve versus a thirteen, you're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I already picked Georgetown. So yeah. not that you should pick like that, I guess. But um, yeah, Florida State down here again for uh, the ACC. But uh, it, I went ahead and picked them in this game. Yeah, same. But it it makes sense. <clears throat> um, BYU, UCLA, you know, these teams. Uh, UCLA kind of just well, it was. Oh wait, no, it's um. Yeah, it is UCLA. I I took BYU in this one. They had a strong season all year. I thought the six C was a bit low, but uh, you know. I, I I took BYU in this matchup here. Yeah, I went BYU BYU as well. I thought yeah, I thought the sixty was a little disrespectful to them. And they've they've faced some competition this year, so here and there. Yeah, that's why I I was a bit surprised how how low they were seated. Uh, you know, Alex Vassello, uh, sixteen points a game, shooting fifty five percent from three point range, and you know three pointers. You, you win in this tournament making threes. Uh, Texas. Um, Texas is another hot team. They've been top eight for a good portion of the season. Uh, Matt Coleman, 13 points a game, Big 12 champs, shooting 40% from three-point range. Uh, any, any thoughts on Texas? Texas got Shaka Smart, good defensive <laughs> team. Yeah. Good defensive team, you know he's gonna gonna have that back from VCU. Uh, yeah, I, I like Texas to make a little run here, but I also like Alabama. So this this is actually a pretty tough region here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely a whole bunch of veterans on this team. 
you know, Shaka Smart, great coach. I, I can really see them even going all the way. I mean, because they defense wins championships, no matter what level you play on. If you can lock them down, you can win the games. And they, they really, they dig in. And like I said, you might see a lot of these guys go in the draft. And Jericho Sims, you know, he's another one. He's basically, and what's most impressive about him, he wasn't always in the best shape, but he really transformed himself. And he gets down there, and he he reminds me of Jared Allen. He reminds me a lot of Jared Allen. He can he wasn't like the most muscular guy, but he got himself in you know great shape where he can actually grab boards, you know, do what he has to do on the floor to make his team successful. And usually when you have a decent big guy or a down there in the paint, you usually make a run. Usually. Yeah, Texas is known for you know their big guys. You say Jared Allen, they got uh, uh, Jackson Hayes over in, on the mm-hmm. Pelicans. So it's it's a big man factory. Shaka Smart proven uh, that Texas Alabama matchup is going to be real nice. Definitely. Uh, Watch out for Kai Jones too. That's another one. He's another one that reminds me how uh, Jackson Hayes kind of skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. The same thing with Kai Kai Jones. So. Little, little quick thing on on UConn here. Now UConn is uh, seated seven, but they played most of the year without James Boonight, um, one of the top guards in, in the Big East. Uh, missed a good portion of the season with COVID and, and an injury, but uh, he is the type of player who can carry a team, much like Kemba, much like Ray Allen, uh, to a deep run in the tournament. So if anyone had picked UConn, uh, you know, advancing to, you know, 32, sweet 16, it's not the worst pick. Mm. uh, You got, Jacob, you have Michigan coming out of this this, uh, uh, bracket here. Mm. Uh, Lucas, where you have your, uh, this bracket. Oh, you muted. You... Well, <laughs> <laughs> it happens, all, happens all the time. Uh, but Michigan's definitely a deep team, and that's why I picked them the way they are. I mean, they always have a good five. Yeah. And we've seen it from, like, even Tim Hardaway, you know, Karis LeVert, the guys like that coming in. And – I can't remember the other guy's name. He played. He plays in the league now. Was it Hon- uh, Wagner from? Oh, Mo Wagner. Yep, Mo Wagner. He's another one, another Michigan alum. I can actually put the work in. Um, they they push out some players. Uh, Brazakis, another Michigan guy. But um, uh, but going to now, like you said, Jawan Howard. He's. I think he was built for this job, man, because he's yeah. seen him around the league for so long with the Heat and, you know, paying his dues and kind of like Patrick Ewing, he finally got his due, but it was in college. But, hey, rather than start there to get somewhere. But plus he goes back to his alma mater and does what he's doing right now. It's really great to see. So definitely shout out to Joan Howard on that one. Yeah, Hunter Dickinson is a player. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Big man with some moves, fleet of foot. Not really putting in a lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. 
I also had Michigan uh, coming out of this uh, region, but this is probably the toughest one uh, of the four. Oh, for sure. Cause, for sure. Because Alabama and Texas are, are really going to gonna fight that out. Mm-hmm. It's tough, man. They're the two tough teams. They can get up and down the floor, well-coached. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely can't wait to see that one. Oh, yeah, Wisconsin. That's what I'm talking about, sir. Oh, no, oh, no don't, don't, don't don't remind me. That, that. Hi. <sighs> yeah. nah. There goes another busted bracket. <sighs> Makes me feel better. This is a this is a bracket. I bust that bracket all day. Bust it, bust it. But I, <laughs> makes me happy. But um, but hey, I had look, I had Wisconsin. Like I said, and it wasn't because of hate either. <laughs> like I just said, they were a better team. <laughs> I mean, it's just it is what it is. But um. Who you you got some impact guys though? We on coming out of here. Um, you know Hunter Dickinson. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to be could be a player in the league. Mm-hmm. But Wagner is it, pretty decent. LSU has uh, Wofford averaging seventeen points a game. Mm-hmm. I mean. The, this draft is supposed to be much deeper than it was last year, and mm-hmm. last year's draft turned out to be uh, – uh, came out with some studs. But I am uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what uh, comes out of this. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Or, you know, who's going to lead the pack? You know, Kay Cunningham, you know, I'm hoping, you know, this could slide up in there, get us a – but, you know, but, yeah, it's just uh, – but it kind of seems like going back to Oklahoma State, he seems like a one-man show kind of deal. Like, he, they go as he goes, and that's what's going to put him in trouble because we've seen so many guys be that number one dude, and they just only could take him so far. But the kid is good, though. He really – he's he's damn good. Yeah. He, uh, we, we good now, Lucas? Are you – take him a minute. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's fine. We, yeah, we got some more. I got you got Moses Moody, you know, mm-hmm. Arkansas wing. I don't think he's a true. He won't be a true superstar, but he'll be a guy that you can plug and play, and he can give you some production. Six foot six, you know, he was a big reason why they're number three seed in the tournament, and he showed why NBA teams couldn't be high. Could be high on him. Uh, he's a high three and D guy. That's what you want. Um, one other guy, Scotty Barnes, as you can see. Um, I think he's going to be a lock to be a top 10 pick. And he hasn't even unlocked his game yet. So the sky's the limit for him. Six foot eight forward. Um, ACC runners up in the tournament. Scotty Barnes, look out for him. Jalen Suggs, uh, <laughs> big, big reason. <laughs> the Gonzaga is so good. Um, He's the type of guy that can get them over the hump because we know Gonzaga has been there so many times, but they cannot get over the hump. But this couldn't be the year, and I think he's going to be a top-five guy. He's the primary option. He can do it all, threes, defense. Um, he's quick. He's strong. Is what you want in an NBA, you know, top-five player. Um, USC, Evan Mobley, you like that? You liked him. You talked about him a little bit. Um, he's seven foot. But he moves like a guard, <laughs> which is just pretty awesome. 
But the one thing I think his weakness is going to be is his rebounding. You seven foot, you got to rebound. KP, we talking to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, you seven foot move like a guard. That's pretty great to see. And of course, like I said, Kate Cunningham is going to be the number one guy coming out. Um, he's already he came in projected as an NBA star, and. 19 points, three assists, six rebounds a game, do it all kind of guy. That's why I want to kind of see from R.J. Barrett. I think he can be that kind of guy, just if he gets his jumper down. But Cunningham, I think he's destined for NBA stardom if he's put in the right spot. But other than that, back to the bracket. Wisconsin still putting it on him, huh? Yeah, uh, 55-39. But, you know, UNC can make a run, so I'm not – I'm not taking him out of it yet. Like I said, I've, come on. I know Colgate was up on him, but come on. We saw a 17-0 run, and, like, it was nothing. So anything can happen, and especially March Madness. Yeah, you're getting taken out by toothpaste. <laughs> oh, I know. You <laughs> Brushing your teeth wouldn't be the same. <laughs> Listen, this toothpaste school back? is about to break my bracket. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm back crazy. outside. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. <laughs> Giving everybody a little. One earphone died in the other. I couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. Ah, no, it's all good. We're just going over some future stars, maybe in this deep draft coming up. So it's all good. Oh, yeah. Did you have Michigan coming out uh, of that region in your bracket? Oh, did, did I you? Had, uh, I actually had Alabama. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. Michigan just, they're so inconsistent. That three-week layoff, um, losing Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament, I don't know. I'm just not not big on them. I think Jawan Howard's a little, little ways to go as a, as a coach. I mean, I'm not saying that. I think he'll be a good coach. I mean, he's definitely going to bring in some recruits there, just mm-hmm. on name alone. Right. You know, he, speaking of uh, him as a coach, that execution uh, in the Big Ten tournament against Ohio State where – he just dribbled out the clock uh, for a chance to win the game. It was kind of, it was kind of weird. Um, I, I think he does put in some good sets. Definitely has the potential. I, I think uh, for a first-year coach, he's definitely better than football version John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Jim Harbaugh. So definitely have more success than him. For sure. My my big thing is Houston. Uh, I just want to get to Houston right quick. They, right. I think, are the most overlooked. <laughs> I mean, underlooked. Excuse me. They're the most like kind of underrated number two squad because they excel at both ends of the floor. And the coaching, Kelvin Sampson. Is, I mean, he has those boys playing, man. And they had the third highest field goal percentage in the AAC. Top team defensively as well. Um. You know, the rebounding, they rebound really well. You know, Jerron Roberts, he's the reserve freshman. He averaged, but he's out, but, you know, so they're going to miss him. But you got to watch out for Quentin Grimes because okay. he, he's been killing it. I believe he is – put my notes down right quick. Give me a second. 14 to 26 or three-pointers, and that's 53%. So he can shoot the rock, a.k.a. kind of, you know – Dotson like when he was in school. But um, definitely Houston is a team to look out for. And I got them going that far because they can – if they get it going, man, you'd be, a, you'd be surprised. So don't overlook the Houston team. 
in this Illinois bracket, uh, I I find it hard to go against Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, but you make an excellent point on uh, Houston. Uh, another lower seed I do like here is uh, Moorhead State. Ah, okay. HBCUs, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't too high on West Virginia anyway. Nah. <laughs> um, you know, they're slower-paced team. I, I think they're a bit behind, but mm-hmm. uh, they played well enough early to garner a 3C. But Moorhead State, you know, uh, John Broom, 13 points, nine boards, and he, uh, you know, th- this is a team I, I think they can give uh, some higher seeds a lot of trouble, even if they do uh, make it past West Virginia. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, Tennessee screwed that bracket up for me as well. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Hell of a job. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is Illinois' bracket to lose. Lucas, this is your this is your baby. Um, <laughs> Take it away, Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I actually was I was pleased. I mean, I'm I'm it, trying to look at it rationally without you know looking at through it with rose-colored glasses. Uh, um, I really actually do like their path here. Uh, the team that kind of actually scares me the most is Oklahoma State. Um, Cade uh, Cunningham. Uh, they that this is definitely a team I could see is giving us some problems, but again, uh, the Sunmu. I mean, we should be with AO pretty pretty good against them as well. And of course, that's that's assuming they make it to the Sweet 16 to play us. I guess assuming we make it to the Sweet 16 <laughs> as well. But um, like, yeah, I mean, if uh, Loyal Chicago beats Georgia, Georgia, but that A9 is pretty tough too. Um, but I, I think overall, especially as you get on Houston. They've got a good squad, but it's not, you know, it's not, doesn't scare me like uh, Alabama would be as like a two or, you know, Arkansas as a three in some of the other regions. But I, I do like their path to the final four at the very least. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cade Cunningham is like, just like the, uh, on the other side, uh, that, that star that can guide you to at least a Sweet 16, quite possibly an Elite Eight, and scare a few teams with his star power. Um, that's the number one pick. But uh, like you say, Illinois has been on lately, and, and this their path is much easier, per se, as opposed to Michigan or, or uh, Baylor. So uh, I also had Illinois in the Final Four. I mean, it, it, I think uh, I went chalk except for Texas Tech. Mm. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's how I had it. Yeah, Texas Tech is a. I mean, Mac McClung kind of reminds me of like Grayson Allen a little bit. He reminds me of just like he's athletic. He, I think he's a little bit more athletic than Grayson Allen was at the point in college, but I mean. Kid has game. Texas Tech, you know, they'll give you a nice little run, but they're another inconsistent team. That's why I wasn't too high on them. Can, can mm-hmm. Mac McClung's game translate in the NBA? Yeah, same thing, same way as Grayson Allen. He just has to find his way. You know, he has to find the right squad that can utilize what he does. I mean, he can shoot, can't be scared of contact. And that's what I've seen Grayson when he plays. He does, like, school, basically, he'll get to the rim. 
and he'll try to basically draw that contact and utilize his free throw shooting. It was really good. But Mac McClellan's the same way. You know, you can't get bullied around there. And you notice also Grace Nell's not trying to trip people. Well, he did with Trey Young, and Trey Young's going to knock him in the eye. But, um, but yeah, I, I think Mac McClellan can do it just depending. Put him on – give him a team that he can – like a quiet – like a Spurs team or something like that. Like they Popovich and guards, as you can see with mm-hmm. Kentucky alum Keldon Johnson – you know, guys like Derek White, he they excel in his system. And put him there, you never know. Yeah, no doubt. Um, gonna get into Final Four predictions. Uh, you have Michigan, Iowa. I'm sorry, no Michigan, Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. With uh, Gonzaga taking it. Uh, who, who, who do you have in your uh, on on that side of the bracket again? On that side, I have uh, Gonzaga and Alabama. Okay. Gonzaga and Alabama. Although I do now, I don't know. Of course, you get after this first day, I'm like, ooh, now I kind of like Texas a lot. <laughs> but I, I, I was firm on Alabama. Uh, SEC was pretty good this year. They, they've got some pretty good wins on their resume. As, as much as I thought the Big Ten might have been the most competitive conference, I actually have two SEC teams in the Final Four. So with uh, Alabama and then Arkansas out of the South region too. Okay. I I had Gonzaga, Michigan with Gonzaga taking it. Um, you know, if I guess if I had to pick again, knowing, because uh, I thought Livers would be coming back, but mm-hmm. if I had to pick again, I'd probably go Alabama. Alabama, Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. With Gonzaga taking it still, but I, I, I definitely had, I, I'd put Alabama in there. Um, on the other side, you have Houston and uh, Illinois. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, Houston. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad. Hold on. Let me go up a little bit. You should have told me to scroll up, guy. I, my bad. Uh, Houston, Arkansas. Okay. Houston, Arkansas. There we go. So I'm kind of, I'm like I said, that that's a tough team right there, and they can. They can really – they can do something. And it's going to be hard for a lot of teams to deal with their defense. And I said, it's a good – it's a lot of good defensive teams in this tournament this year. And whoever's going to be able to dig deep enough to get it, that's who's going to win it all. Let's see, I had Texas Tech, Illinois, with Illinois taking it. Um, if I had to pick it again, I'd probably go Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I had to pick again, I go Arkansas. I I I still wouldn't trust Baylor in, in that. <laughs> I could pick that bracket five times. I wouldn't put Baylor in at all. <laughs> I don't think I had them in, in any of my final fours either. I consistently far. I think I had them losing the Elite Eight every time. I'm I'm just big on Arkansas, Arkansas and Illinois on this side of the bracket. Yeah, same same here. So. Championship game, you have Gonzaga, Houston, mm-hmm. with the team going undefeated, finishing the finishing the job, uh, three stars getting it done. Um, I mean, I, there's nothing more left to save in a, a fairy tale ending. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Suggs, he's gonna go off on top and start his NBA career as a top five pick. Like that. Hopefully in New York. 
I had Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Illinois. Mm-hmm. With Illinois taking it, I can see that. Uh, I, I think Coburn's going to end up being the uh, most outstanding player. That you can't teach size, and he is going to. I think he's going to dominate. If there's one thing I, I think Gonzaga may have an issue with, it may be with size. Gonzaga mm-hmm. can shoot him out, mm-hmm. but if Coburn um, puts his will in the game, um, Gonzaga's going to be in for a world of hurt. So I, I have Illinois with the, with the championship, Coburn as most outstanding player. Okay. That's fair. Well, I have to agree with that 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh, I also have Gonzaga in Illinois. Uh, got Gonzaga all the way to the championship to lose their first game. Uh, of course, yeah, I'm probably I'm probably biased here, of course, with Illinois. But, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, like Leon said, Coburn, I, I think Ayo may be getting more attention now. Uh, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, he's, he's been good, especially if, if the tournament would have played last year, I think, you know, he, they really would have made some noise. I think they really caught people by surprise this year. I think they probably would have made the Sweet 16 um, if there would have been a tournament last year. But, uh, yeah, Ayo probably gets a lot of uh, the attention. Perbello is great off the bench. Um, he had a lot of turn. He kind of turned over crazy at the beginning of the year. But now, I mean, he's, he's great getting to the rim. I mean, just a beautiful passer and get inside of Kofi. But, yeah, I, I agree. Coburn, there's just, there's just no one like him. I mean, it's like um, – I heard a couple people, you know, the game has changed so much and he's not necessarily this, but it's, it's like watching Shaq out there. I mean, he's that, <laughs> that type of presence. I mean, some of these guys just can't do anything. And like Garza, for instance, I mean, decent sized guy, Kofi's just throwing them around. It's, 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 it's hard to match up against that. Mm-hmm. And they can do it in other ways too. So. Yeah. I, I like Granny Sano out there too. He's a, he's a hell of a player. Yeah. Player. Yeah. Demonte Williams from Peoria, Peoria, Illinois. Shout out! <laughs> he got hot, really hot in the Big Ten championship game. So yeah, they've they've definitely got some pieces and are and are deeper this year. Actually, their old '05 team, talking with D. Brown, Luther Head, uh, Darren Williams, really small. They got to the uh, national championship against uh, UNC, mm-hmm. and Sean May just threw him around. I mean, he was only six nine, but I mean, he probably had to be two eighty five, three hundred, you know, close up yeah. there and. Augustine and those guys just couldn't do anything. So, yeah, I think this team definitely built for a run, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Can't forget about Big Ten six-man and yeah, Andre Cabello. Can't forget about him. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's a good freshman that you got there. It's like you're going to have one of those solid teams. You know you guys remind me? You can remind me of a Nova. Like, if you keep these guys together and you can just pump them yeah. out, have, have that, that solid team just every single year that can go somewhere. But, yeah, if this is going to be the year for you guys to win it, this is it. If it's any year, this is it. I do agree. I kind of have to jump on that. We're not – I don't know if we're, how consistent I, – I like that Nova comparison because uh, Illinois is a basketball school. They've just been down for so long. And uh, it's uh, – Underwood came in, and now now we, we need that Chicago pipeline to get some guys from uh, St. Louis as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I watching these Chicago guys go to Kentucky, Duke, <laughs> UNC, just – would drive me freaking nuts. <laughs> now, now we're back, baby. So, love it. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely had the Jabari's, the Jalils. Yes, um, all of them. None of them. AD, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, none of them. 
I don't know. I just don't get like me if I you know if I play like professionally or at the collegiate level, I, I would want to stay home. Like it's something like yeah. you're playing in front of your home crowd, and maybe it's just the pressure, or maybe they just want to get away from that, so they don't have to be around you know the temptation and stuff like that. But me, I would I think I would be I would stay home and light it up at home. The cell might be different if it was Northwestern with Evanston being basically Chicago. Champaign mm-hmm. is um, basically Indiana. You're basically almost in Indiana at that point, which actually may play into their favor uh, yeah. with a pretty good home crowd uh, mm-hmm. for all these games. But yeah, they're, it's a little bit tougher still to keep, to keep them to keep them at home. But yeah, they're probably still about three hours from, mm-hmm. I think Champaign's probably about three hours from uh, Chicago, but close enough. So. Mm-hmm. Start coming. I <laughs> 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 mean, players, Whitney Young, all you guys coming out there. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I actually like the fact that Illinois come in with a, uh, I mean, they have talent, but they also have a little bit of flair with them with uh, mm-hmm. Colburn and, and uh, Demonsu. The, the mask is just everything, you know. Even the last <laughs> mask man uh, in Illinois. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We called him the Pied Piper, and it probably didn't turn out too well for him. But I, I think <laughs> he's going to get a different story here. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I like Illinois. I, I have him win the championship. And if you guys have filled out your bracket uh, at home, you know, have fun. You have fun doing it. Gonzaga, uh, Illinois, Baylor. Go chalk with uh, Michigan. It all works out. Get yourself some money. Um, I know we tried to do one here in the group, but uh, uh, you know, with COVID and everything, it kind of kind of went uh, kind of went south a bit. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it, this was very um, formative, very fun. Um, I know Lucas, you're a newly anointed uh, football life admin over uh, like a crossover. Big Viking fan. Um, yes. NFL free agency. How, how's everything working out for you? Oh, I'm lo- I'm loving this right now. I was not I was not expecting Patrick Peterson. I knew we'd make we'd have to make some sort of splash with the uh, with the line getting Tomlinson from uh, the Giants. That's a mm-hmm. big thing. The only two Dalvins in NFL history now play for. I think someone. I don't know who commented that to me in the group, but. Uh, yeah, the, the only two Dalvins NFL history now play for the Minnesota Vikings. So we've cornered the market on Dalvins. Get Patrick Peterson. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to this year. We need some, something to get past the Packers, though, and the Bucks, and anyone else. I guess the Saints lost Breeze, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like it'll be the Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they made it really, really easy on us. And, and it was funny because like a week ago, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to get Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, okay, Andy Dalton, who beat us this year with the Cowboys. So I don't know what to think, but now. Yeah. Well, oh, man. What, what's your thoughts on uh, Kirk Cousins over there, though? <sighs> See, Kirk, the thing with Kirk, it. I, he's a he's a good quarterback. He really is, but he's one of those types of guys. He's not gonna make, you know, a ton happen with less. Like, um, you know, like like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can play behind a kind of a crappy line, run around, make make something happen. But Kirk, uh, the, his biggest knock is he has like literally the worst pocket presence I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he'll just stay in there like a statue. 
and just the guys rushing off the uh, that 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 drives me nuts. But um, when he's when he has a second to really stand there and throw it, I mean, you know, Thielen and of course Diggs uh, before this year, and then Justin Jefferson. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're incredible wide receivers. But um, I think in his second game with us, we uh, ever, I mean, when he, after we signed him, we played the Packers, and that was the first time I was like, okay, this guy actually has some pretty elite arm talent. But you know, I don't know. He's he's not I. Jerry's still out. He's won a playoff game, so yeah. I, I got a little bit going for me now. Or Kirk does, I guess. I don't know. I don't really have anything going for me as a Vikings fan. But uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook is a stud. It's just the yeah, kicking game that it's like always the kicker. <laughs> My entire life, I'm not even 30 years old, and I think I've watched us lose four or five playoff games just just on field goals. Uh, oh, 98 championship game. I remember that one. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Gary Anderson missing. Yes, uh, um, of course everyone knows Blair Walsh um, from against the Seahawks, and that man that really makes made me so mad because mm. Teddy Bridgewater then you know destroys his leg the next year, and mm-hmm. that was that, and that was that was the end of that run. But you had so, the Minnesota miracle though. Hey, I, yeah, that's I, that that <laughs> that was that was the circle of life just evening and out. <laughs> finally I still I, in that moment I, I was up with my dad my dad is a big Vikings fan has been mm-hmm. since the uh early 70s with Fran Tarkington and, and those guys so you'd be happy I said that on a podcast so I had to put that <laughs> uh yeah uh I I think I jumped on him and the DVR went off so I, I actually like as that was happening live I see Diggs and he's running to the sideline and I didn't even know what happened for a couple of minutes <laughs> after because I'd hit the DVR and yeah, and then then they're all mobbing in the end zone. I was like, okay, <laughs> nice. But I, I I will say as a fellow <clears throat> division foe, um, as long as we can get rid of Rogers, we'll we're all in it together. But yes, I, you know this will be Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins division soon enough. <laughs> We're just battling it out every year. <laughs> oh, Cousins God. versus Goff, yeah. <laughs> Good lord. But um, yeah. But congratulations on on your uh, new United ad, admin role. Um, Thank you. Perfect Thank you. for you. Um, Good to be here. Great contributor to all the groups, man. And and sure. it's really really great having you on and. Since you're in Springfield, uh, I'm going to put this on camera. Um, it's oh, it's too. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bart. Oh, okay. I can't tell when it's those pop things. Yes, absolutely. And yes. And it's excellent. Mixed, Mr. Oh, yeah. I wish I could turn my laptop around. I have a, uh, a, a hand that just comes out on a sticker that goes towards a uh, button that says release the hounds. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, then radio or Homer is radioactive man back here. Absolutely. Oh, my man. Um, <laughs> again, it, it's been great. Um, I could thank you for coming on. Um, to all of our other podcasts, you can catch them in the Life Group Podcast Network by subscribing to the YouTube channel, as well as Anchor, Spotify. We're also on iHeartRadio now, uh, Apple. And catch all of our previous podcasts as well. You can catch uh, The Audible, Matt and Randy, Tuesday nights, uh, Dong City, Monday nights uh, over in Baseball and Life, Vince Mercandetti, Henry Maldonado Jr. Uh, catching up on spring training. They recently had their movie updates. This Monday is the NL Central. 
That's a god awful division. Oh. <coughs> Gotta show some love for my for my cubbies there. <laughs> uh, <Got> the, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You got the Wrigley scoreboard. I mean, yeah, yeah. Half a damn. Gave away half a team, though, man. Chris Bryant, you think he's going to stay? Oh, uh, man, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to lean no. I, I think there's too much going. And with Boris as your, as your agent, it seems like that, that's a foregone conclusion that you're, that you're going to leave. Oh, you're and I, yeah, and a lot of our fans seem to, as of course the tons of Cubs fans across the, across the groups, uh, seem to love them some David Bodie. So... <laughs> For whatever reason, uh, you know, I mean, he's good, a good bench player, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I see Chris, Chris sticking around. Javi's extensions got got pushed back a little bit, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, we can keep some of these guys, but it's slowly starting to dwindle away on my on my sweet, sweet 2016 World Series championship team. So. <laughs> and listen, we got one more than this guy, so that, that's all that's that true. matters. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That. Yeah. Like I said, Mets ever won one. You're gonna have to block me because it won't stop. The party will never end. <laughs> Catch those guys Monday night, 7 p.m. Uh, baseball live preview in the NL Central and Sunday mornings. Total Bases podcast with Felipe Milicio and Sean Connor Flannery. Get your fantasy baseball news and updates. Uh, then it's draft season. Uh, we're in the middle of one now in our baseball life league. I think it's round 15 now, so. Oh, yeah, make it, your pick, by the way. <laughs> you see what I'm doing right now? Uh, hey, man, you can look down and go, pick. Oh, uh, don't no, pick. No, no, I'm going to pick the wrong one, and everybody's <laughs> going to hear it later. <laughs> don't forget about the work shoot, though. Work shoot podcast. Don't forget about you guys, Corey Richmond, Jason Brooks. Keep doing your thing. Great work. Um, Leon, yeah, make your pick so I can celebrate this ass A-E- kicking of North Carolina. A-E-Dub. But- the curse of the, the, curse <laughs> of the Leitner. Yeah. <laughs> But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for your time. And uh, oh, also, we're going to be moving to Fridays now. Uh, so we'll catch you next Friday, uh, 7 p.m. Yes. Uh, Till next time, up and at them. Oh, thank you, Lucas. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>